0: Good morning, my listeners, how are you? Happy New Year to 2022. Happy New Year to all of you and your families. It's the first or second day of New Year. From where I am, it's a beautiful morning. How many of you love the Lord today and is thankful to God for bringing you through 2021 despite all the challenges? Are you glad that God is alive? That you're not on your own? You and your family are not facing this on your own but there is a God in heaven who sees all that is happening on a grand scale and in the details. For even though things are so scary right now, they don't seem to stop like COVID-19, it's going on and the economy is not doing well. But who knows that God is in charge and God sees what is happening. I want to encourage you today at the start of our podcast episode that you are not alone. That God has not forgotten you and God is not unaware of what is happening in the world and what is happening to you personally, to you and your family. And I want to confirm and assure you that indeed He has a plan for you, a plan in these trying times, a plan in these challenging times. Do you know that you were made by God because you have qualities that will enable you to thrive in these challenging times? Do you know that your personality your likes and your dislikes, your character your potential was specially chosen by god to thrive in the difficult times to thrive in the changing times if you did not know let me tell you today that you're not here by accident you're here by design So do not be afraid, even if right now you do not know what to do, you wish that you know more, you know better plans. But I'm telling you that God knows the plans that He has for you. And if you keep seeking after God, God will reveal His plans to you on the macro level and at the micro level, touching your lives personally. Why do you think God put you here on earth at this time in this season? For you to feel stress? For you to feel worried? For you to feel afraid? For you to feel helpless? No. For those of you who are the true remnant of God, He put you here for a purpose. He put you here to thrive in the challenging times because He knows that you can thrive. You have the potential to thrive. So do not give up and do not despair. Look for the potential within you, hidden within you, and ask God to unlock the potential in you what an opening i think god just wanted me to say those words because there are some of you out there listening that need to hear those words the truth from god right now you're not here by accident you're not here by bad luck you are here for a purpose And it's up to you to find that purpose with God and unlock that purpose, that destiny, that assignment. He put you here to show others how to fight the spiritual warfare. He put you here to show the world how to deal well with trying circumstances, When to hide, when to fight, when to prepare, when to trust in God, when to be brave, when to be silent, when to speak up, when to give joy to God in the privacy of your sanctuary with God, how to train your children how to have finance as a spiritual fighter. And I declare that you are not afraid, but you are brave. And I declare that you are not desperate, but you are comforted. And I declare that you are not lacking, but you have abundant resources in the Lord. And I declare that you are not lost, but you have a definite goal and a definite plan given to you by God. And I declare that we tear down all the snares of the devil, that you will not end up getting lost, getting dead, getting wounded without fulfillment of your destiny. And I declare that every word, every thought that God thinks about you, good thoughts, good plans to prosper you, to help you, to guide you will come to pass. They will manifest and they will come to fulfillment in your entire life. So even if 2022 is going to be more difficult than 2021, but you, you are going to do better than you did last year. You're going to be more secure in the Lord than last year. You're going to be more joyful. You're going to see more miracles happening in your life. You're going to see the divine provision of God more in your life you're going to experience the love and the favor of God more powerfully in your life. All right. I was going to go with a very rational, scholarly opening because we are going to study the third beast of Daniel's visions today. But I can just feel God's anointing on the opening like God wanted me to say these words because there is someone who needs to hear them. So are you ready? Are you put in the better frame of mind now? Are you ready to cast your cares on Jesus? And let's spend the next 10 or 15 minutes or so studying the word of God. Why do you think that it is pertinent for us to study the end days revelations of God in the Bible right now? It is because you can see it yourself. Even the secular people can see the changes that are happening, that are gripping our world right now just tremendous changes and more are along the way and we are at the cups we are at the cups of the end day season the trigger point the starting of the end day season in the future years it is so important for us especially the remnant to have a good grip on the end days revelations in the bible to understand it so that we are not extreme, so that we are not easily led astray, so that we don't get seduced by different doctrines and one day somebody say this and we run here and the other day another person say that and we run over there no i want you to be very grounded in the bible prophecies to go according to the words in the book of the bible and not to deviate but to ask god for revelations and understanding where you need to equip your mindset and to help you to cope better in the days and months and years ahead. I don't want you to be living in a dream, living like zombies, wandering about the earth, alive but not spiritually alive, not knowing the times and the season. Are you the remnant of God, then you must love the word of God. And you must know the words of God concerning these times. Christians have some misgivings or have some hesitation to study the end days prophecy. And I was once in this same mindset so I can understand perfectly. Because firstly, it is very difficult to understand. There are a lot of hidden imagery and symbolism. And if you're not careful, if you're not in tune with the Holy Spirit, you would go haywire. You would think of different and extreme things. And secondly, some people are afraid of what is written in the end days. And frankly, they don't want to hear about it. Because they don't want it to come true. They are afraid of the prophecies concerning the persecution and martyrdom of Christians. And I agree that it is scary at the outlook. And nobody wants to be persecuted, not even us Christians. But ignorance is not going to help the matters. Ignorance is not the answer. If you are ignorant of the words of the Bible, you are then more susceptible and more at danger of being led astray by strange doctrines. Because your foundation is not strong, you do not know what the Bible says, you have not asked the Holy Spirit to explain it to you. So when people come along and they play on your emotions and they tell you things which appears to be true, then you are in danger if you are ignorant of what is actually written in the Bible. Not facing the facts because you are afraid is not going to help you. At worst, it will make you prepare in the wrong way or be ill-prepared or panicked when trouble comes. Therefore, I want you to approach these studies of the end days in a very rational, calm, logical, objective manner, being well-balanced, knowing clearly what the Bible says, knowing what is happening in the world, in the economy, and being spiritually strong and sound, not afraid, not panicking, but asking God, seeking God, and being led by God in your studies. I want to tell you in advance that it's going to take some work. You will have to read the Bible, you will have to read the concordances and what the Bible commentaries say, because there's just no instantaneous answer It's not like instant food, fast food, that you can press a button and you can understand it all. It doesn't work that way. God loves His people to love His Word and to study and try to research His words and try to find out what He has written to them. God loves when He sees your effort and He will reward you for it. So, I'm going to take the studies in small pieces because they are so abstract and difficult to understand at the beginning if you do not know the whole story. So, we're going to look at the third beast of Daniel's kingdom today. And you may think that, what is this she's telling us? It doesn't make sense. Yes, because we are looking at one puzzle piece. We are Examining one puzzle piece clearly and then it's time-consuming over as long as God leads me, we're going to examine different pieces of the puzzle piece of the end days. And eventually, as we go along, keep at it, as we go along, you will start to see the whole visual better. But you have to be prepared to do the hard work, and be here for God for the long haul. What I'm saying is, your whole attitude and dedication to your personal Bible study with God. Alright, let me read the words of Daniel 7 verse 6. After this, I, Daniel, beheld, and lo, there was another like a leopard, which had upon his back four wings of a fowl. The beast also had four heads, and dominion was given to him. I'm reading from the Geneva Bible version, so the English is a little bit old, archaic English. You can look at some of the more contemporary versions, if you like. In the past two podcasts, we had looked at the first and second beasts In Daniel's vision that he was given by God, Daniel saw a total of four beasts representing four kingdoms or four kings. And you can go and listen to them if you have not done so to get the complete picture. The first beast of Daniel's vision was the winged lion. The second beast was depicted by the bear, and the third beast is depicted by a leopard. What comes to your mind when you think of a leopard? What are some of the adjectives you will use to describe a leopard? Think of them in your head. Yes, you are right. Fast, swift, powerful, flexible. Yes, these are some of the words that we would use to describe a leopard. And these characteristics reflect the dominant character or personality of this kingdom. So I'm diving straight into the details. If you don't understand some of the connecting points, I suggest that you listen to the previous podcast, then you can um, connect the whole story better. The third kingdom is represented by the empire of Greece, headed by Alexander the Great. For those of you who are history buffs, I actually had to research on my own to know more about Greece empire history. But some of you may Know a bit more than me. Alexander the Great was one of the great kings. The swiftness and viciousness and power of him and his army and his empire is perfectly described as that of a leopard. Those of you who know the history of his conquest, you will know how rapidly, how quickly the dynamic army of Alexander swept through the entire area. Alexander succeeded his father, King Philip, at the age of 20 and he started his military campaign it started in Western Asia and it spread throughout northeastern Africa. At the young age of 30, Alexander had created one of the largest empire in history stretching from Greece all the way to northwest India. It is said that he is undefeated in battle and widely considered to be one of history's greatest and most successful military commanders. The swiftness of the leopard is depicted in his campaigns, which last a little more than 10 years that he swept through the whole region. Is this beast fearsome? Is he powerful? Is a swift attack of the enemy. What is God telling us about all these different kingdoms and the different kings? The first three kingdoms are not the Antichrist, but I believe that they show or they portray an element or a feature of the Antichrist. And in the fourth kingdom, which we shall study in the next episode, depicts an antichrist that has all the characteristics of the previous kings. And he will be the most dominant and powerful of them all. So you say, it's not for me, I don't think that I'm going to live that long That's fine and that's great. Nobody wants to live in the end days. But why is God teaching us now and revealing more of these now to his remnant? Because if not for you, then for the future, future generations after after you, that one day, one of these future generations will surely meet with the Antichrist domination of the world and this is information plus other information together the scholar will then be able to piece together and understand what is coming in my research i found some interesting information there was no places that could resist them or stand up against alexander's army And you can watch some of these videos on YouTube. It doesn't have to be hard. There are many historians who have made very interesting and entertaining videos about the Greece empire history. At first, they kept winning and his army and his men. It was so relentless that eventually, even his own army, his own military commanders. They protested the unrelentless drive and domination, conquering of the war because they had been at war, they had been away from their family and not seen them for many years as they went on with Alexander. Eventually, there was a lot of dissension, a lot of disagreements internally within his military they wanted to go back to their families because they had been away too long fighting, winning wars without seeing their families. We go to the second part of the verse, which says that this beast, the leopard, had also four heads, and dominion was given to him. What are these four heads? At the end of Alexander's history, he died very young, just a little over 30 years old. He had no official son. He had a concubine who was pregnant with his child, but the child was not yet born at the point of his death. There were a lot of mystery concerning his death. Some say that he was assassinated by his own people. But the great General Alexander, who could not be stopped and was one of the most powerful men in the olden days, could not escape death. He died prematurely in mysterious circumstances and leaving behind no children. His kingdom which he had spent his entire life acquiring, his wealth and kingdom and power fell apart at the point of his death. His generals rose up and they split his great empire and legacy into four parts. That's where you have the four heads. And the mighty Greece empire was split into four different dynasties Wrote by Alexander's commanders. The actual teaching itself is quite short. Even in the Bible, Daniel did not emphasize on it. Daniel was more interested in the fourth beast as he asked the angel there were some words that God wanted me to say to you in the beginning, the words of encouragement. And I also want to tell you why it's important for you to study the end days. So I'm pretty happy with this episode today. I hope that it has encouraged you. There is one thing at least that you know that you did not know before. Or something that encouraged you or was emphasized to you in a new way. Times are hard, but our God is good. And if you stick closely with God and allow Him to lead you, there are many more things and revelations that He wants you to discover as you go on this learning journey with Him. Thank you for spending the time with me. I am so encouraged by your presence and every single person that God has given to me to listen to this podcast, I am grateful and thankful to God, and I want the best for you, for my accountability to God. Have a great New Year with your family, with God, and remember God loves you. Till we speak again the next time, take care and goodbye.